0: Welcome to NSDA The Bus Stop. This is the official podcast of the National School Transportation Association. I am Kurt Mackinson, Executive Director, and today's episode of NSTA The Bus Stop is sponsored by Salus Product Group. Salus Product Group is proud to offer pure, hard surface disinfectant, a fast-acting, long-lasting, non-toxic, ready-to-use surface disinfectant. The EPA registered and approved, effective against COVID-19, with 24-hour residual protection. Pure hard surface disinfectant can be applied with any of our misting sprayers, making it the perfect low-cost solution for bus, classroom, and facility surface disinfectant applications. Please visit the Salis website at salispg.com, or you can email them at sales at salispg.com for more information. Now, today at NSTA, The Bus Stop, we're so pleased to have Paula Hynowski. Uh, she's co-chair of the Wards and Meetings Committee. She's also manager of the North Prairie Terminal for Dowsman Transport, as well as John Benjamin, co-chair of the Wards and Meetings Committee, as well as president of Benjamin Bus in Minnesota. So, Hey, guys, welcome to NSTA, the podcast. Morning, Kurt. Hello.
1: Well,
0: it's great having you guys with us. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. I'm going to start with you, Paula, to talk a, a little bit about, since this is your maiden voyage on NSTA, the bus stop, to you know, outline your company and, and what you do over at Dalsman.
1: Well, I'm currently the manager here at Dalsman Transport. We have 10 terminals now. I started with Dousman Transport in 1985 as just a driver, helped, you know, with my young kids, and then just kind of moved up to dispatcher, was a third-party tester for Dousman Transport for about five years, and then became the manager, working with Magda Dimmendal, my mom, who was the owner at the time, who also started as a driver and worked her way up through the ranks and purchased Dousman Transport in 1988. And I'm not sure if anybody's familiar with our company and our logo with the windmill, but that is just a shout out to her heritage, her Dutch roots.
0: Yeah, that's great. And also, I think you'll want to mention, right, that Magda was the first female president of NSTA.
1: She was. She was. And, And now we have Karina in following her footsteps there.
0: So that's great. You know, thanks for, for highlighting the, the Dutch heritage. That's great. John, I'm going to toss it over to you to talk about, you know, yourself and Benjamin Bus.
2: Okay. Well, I'm owner and president of Benjamin Bus uh, Northfield Lines. My brother and I purchased the company back in 1989. Previous to that, I was uh, an electrical engineer for an aerospace company for seven years. And my brother actually convinced me that... I- I should be part of this company that he originally was the guy that wanted to purchase it and told me it would be awesome. We'd be able to take vacation whenever we wanted to. Well, today I, I I might be able to do some of that today, but uh, for quite a few years, which was, that would have been 33 years ago. We didn't, we we didn't take any vacations. (laughs) uh, At that time we had 29 school buses and six motor coaches and today it's grown to where we have like 115 school buses and 50 motor coach vehicles in that company. We operate out of Northfield, Minnesota, Jordan, Cologne, and St. Paul. We have facilities in Northfield Egan, which is a a suburb of Minneapolis, St. Paul, and then Jordan is Southwest of the Twin Cities. So we have three locations, and I pretty much oversee all three of those locations. It's a family-run business. My wife is our controller, and uh, my daughter is the VP of uh, the school bus head of the business. So I I love the school bus business. It's it's uh, people-oriented, and I grew up in a family of 11, so um, I feel like I fit right into this business well. So thank you for asking.
0: No, it, it's great. One of the things I love about doing the podcast is everyone's, you know, journey in school transportation is highlighted, and they come from such, of uh, you know, different places. But at the end of the day, they all have a real passion for, um, you know, what what they do each and every day. So thanks for, to both of you for bringing that, uh, you know, definitely to the podcast today. Um, I, I think one of the other things I enjoy about my job is is working with, you know, folks like you on committees. Uh, specifically, we'll talk about the awards and meetings committee. And I I don't think overall that that you know folks you know oftentimes know what exactly goes into the planning and execution of you know the live meetings and uh, you, you know I think if if I'm gonna toss it to you first, John, if you can you know talk about you know some of the things we do at the awards and meetings committee level, and I know that uh, you know one of the, your first areas that, you know, you, you kind of tackled was, was actually co-emceeing along with Paula the, you know, awards and installation dinner in Milwaukee, but the, you know, the work that you guys put in, you know, we had a script, we practiced the script, the whole, you know, the whole nine yards and it came out with a beautifully executed event. So that didn't just happen, but I'd love for you to take a second and give folks an idea of, you know, what are the things that, that are done behind the scenes that make these live events so successful?
2: You know i like like you said, a lot of planning goes into this, but it's it's you know rubbing elbows with each other and sharing ideas about how to educate how to plan this event how to how to choose the speakers but i you know to be honest with you, this is my first year on this committee, so I'm definitely in a a learning mode right now, but being an m c was fun. I've gotten to know an awful lot of people in the industry, both from the motor coach side and the school bus side. So it was, it was actually fun both planning it, but also actually being, being the MC and being, being at that, that event and, and speaking with people and, uh, you know, talking about the awards and introducing the people that, that came up for the awards it was a great time. Yeah, I, honestly, I, I had way more fun than I probably would have imagined that I would have. <laughs> I really did. I had a great time. That's so. well.
0: That's 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 great. Now, Paula, you've been around a little bit longer. You know, you served with with Gail. Mm-hmm. You, you know, on the awards and, and meetings committee, but you know, I think you bring so much you know experience you know to the role. But you know, what are things that go into the advanced planning events like keynote speakers, social programs? You know, and and basically, I think there's a great thrust, uh, you know, within the committee to keep the events fresh for members.
1: Yeah, we want to f- we want to find uh, speakers that are gonna, um, you know, give give our members, you know, some ideas and some helpful tools, you know, in for their um, endeavors that they have, uh, any roles that they play, whether it be a, a vendor or one of the contractors. And, like you said, we want to keep it fresh. we We don't want them to think, well, i'm not i I don't want to go to that. It's the same thing that they've had year after year after year. We just we want to keep it fresh and and current with with the events that are going on, um certainly with with Covid that happened. I mean, it was it was great to have all that those networking tools. and so we covered some of the stuff at you know with our speakers as well on ways to, um, work with our employees, our drivers, the schools in, in getting their contracts filled or ways to work their contracts out. Just a lot of helpful tools for all the members of NSCA for their, for their day-to-day operations.
0: You now, I'm going to stick with you, Paula, uh, on this question because I've had Patrick Dean on, uh, I've had John Benish on, and, and you know, those individuals have you know fond memory of the live events? In fact, Patrick mentions that you know he was you know a young boy going to the live events with his father. Is there something for you, Paula, that personally sticks out in attending a live meeting, whether it's an individual live meeting or just a overall vibe of the the function?
1: It's actually meeting a lot of the people across the country, all the other members, uh, just learning how they how they manage certain things that you you can put into play for your operation and, and just a lot of the networking and, and the friendships that you make meeting all these people. We may not see them, you know, every, every day, but we, we look forward to meeting them at our, when we get together for uh, midwinter and over the summer to just catch up and see, you know, Hey, how, how are things going? How's your family? Hey, last time we talked, this was going on. It's, I think the overall vibe, you know, stands out for me, just the friendships that you make and the networking that you can do with all the members.
2: Yeah, that's great.
0: And John, for you, is there anything that uh, sticks out in terms of live meetings?
2: Yes. I'm glad you asked. You know, one of my favorite things about live meetings is just rubbing elbows with the other operators, so to speak, sharing and talking about with other operators about how to deal with things like, you know, it's on everybody's mind. Driver shortages marketing for employees you know even things like the mask mandate and you know how do you uh, enforce that with your the students on buses we're all dealing with a lot of the same stuff and to be able to hear that from another operator about how they're dealing with it every time I've been to a live meeting I've always come a, come come back with valuable information so it, it's hard to get that same type of a vibe when you're, you know, zooming or something like that. But mm-hmm. I'm telling you, when you're at a live meeting, it's, that is so personal and you can just, you can get down to the nitty gritty with, with individual operators. I think it's, that's, it's a great thing. Yeah, no, it's
0: great. Great point, John. And I'm going to stick with you for a second and, and talk about, you know, the upcoming, you know, midwinter meeting at the Playa Largo Resort and Spa in Key Largo, Florida. You know, we're in the throes of, you know, planning that. What do you, you know, what are your thoughts about the upcoming meeting and what you're looking forward to and, you know, what knowledge you can impart to those people who may be on the fence about attending?
1: Well,
2: <laughs> number one, it's in Florida. Um, <laughs> and I've had a home in Florida since 2004, and I've never been to Key Largo. So I'm really looking forward to that. You know, I can speak from experience about Florida in general that the sun and the warmth and the water and, you know, whatever you want to make out of it, it's it's a great place to be, especially for, you know, pretty much anybody that's north of Florida in January. It's going to be chilly or cold.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> and down there, it's going to be gorgeous. I can tell you that right now. So I look forward to uh the uh, keynote speaker. Um, I think uh, he's going to give a lot of good information about, you know, I, this business. I think because of COVID is 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 has changed and is changing, um, mm-hmm. and he's going to help shed some light on how to view your customers and how they're changing and how to stay ahead of all that. I look forward to that. I know that we're going to have some. Probably information about you know electric buses or something like that. Line Electric is going to be one of our sponsors down there. All that stuff is coming coming up. And to be able to be educated on where we think it's going to be, it's important to our, our industry and our businesses. So I think it's almost not only is it going to be good for each individual business, but I think that being at an event like this is, is almost an obligation to one another in this industry. We should we should be there to support each other. So especially during tough times like this. Yeah, for,
0: for sure. And and Paula, you know, having been to a number of of live meetings, you know, what do you look forward to going to the, to the specifically to the midwinter meeting?
1: Uh, again, like John, the sun, the warmth, especially with us being from the Midwest, it's it's very cold and it's always something to look forward to in the middle of the january freeze to say who we can we can get away for a little bit looking forward to anything that floats race the that group activity that's sponsored <laughs> on sunday and the welcome reception right. to just you know kind of cheer our our fellow members on and and, and anybody that's going to be participating in the race and so we encourage people to come down and do that or if if you don't want to participate come down and, and and cheer your fellow fellow member on and see what what they can build for the float um for that aspect. And again, like John said, just, you know, meeting with people and and hearing what they've had to say, especially, you know, with these ever-changing times and, you know, how did your, how did the first part of your year start? You know, what, you know, are there things that we can do? Maybe we can incorporate some of your great ideas into our, our, our organization to help us get through as well.
0: Right. And, you know, it's interesting because we did, you know, publicize this. We did not, we NSTA did not have a, you know, live fall board meeting. And mm-hmm. so we had a little bit of a head start in terms of getting traction on the midwinter meeting. And it obviously went better than expected because we sold out the room block in no time flat. So, Paula, what, so what can you tell us about the room block and, and how, you know, folks who maybe have sold out, of the room block can find other options?
1: Uh, Check. You can go to the NSCA website. They've got a couple of hotels that are within the same vicinity that, you know, they can get to, to hopefully, you know, check with them about getting a room. And to be honest with you, Kurt, I'm not sure if we had a room block there, but I know your team put together a, a couple of other hotels and checked with them to get some additional lodging options for them. And they're close by, they have comparable rates. Registration is still open, so it's it's not closed. So if you're still debating about whether you want to come down, come on down to sunny Florida and enjoy the you know Key Largo and and networking with your your fellow members of NSTA. And if you're not a member, come see what it's all about.
0: Yeah, for sure. And and to answer that question, Paula, we're unable to do an actual room block, but we did make arrangements with other hotels for overflow you know, lodging for the midwinter meeting. So if anyone outside of, you know, as Paula mentioned, going to the website and looking at those hotels needs additional information, you're always free to call the NSTA office at 703-684-3200. And uh, we'll be happy to guide you, you know, in any direction you need to go in. You you guys have given such a personal outlook for, you know, not only the midwinter meeting, but these events in general. I'm going to talk a little bit about as we close the podcast. That as the committee plans for the midwinter meeting, which is right in front of us in January, you're also keeping your eye on, you know, those other meetings we have—the summer meeting we call it, or annual meeting convention this summer in Niagara Falls—and then future events in in 2023. I, I guess you know my question is. How do you juggle all these balls at the same time? And I'll start with you, Paula, because you've been doing it a little bit longer. But it's, like I said, it's not just the event right in front of you. It's these additional two, three events that that are maybe a year, year and a half away.
1: Well, to be honest with you, Kurt, NSTA NSTA has a great staff there that, you know, Rich, Kelly, um, Grace, uh, you, Ariana, Alec, you know, are out there checking with other places that we can look into. You guys really help us out a lot and doing a lot of the legwork and getting those things, sorts of things accomplished or getting us options out there. I know in Niagara Falls, you know, we're hoping that we can have the the safety competition. So we're really hoping that the state's can you know get their drivers and do their their school bus competition so we can get drivers there for the the safety competition for the drivers I know they really look forward to that so we're hoping that we can have that this year San Diego for 2023 for the uh, midwinter meeting and the Pittsburgh site was was chosen last year at our our midwinter meeting just through a you know a trivia game that we had and you know we got to to pick through that people got to pick that way So, you know, we really have to just give a huge shout out to you and your staff at NSDA for helping us out with that.
0: No, thanks for the kind words, Paula. And I trust, trust me listeners, that was not a a setup, uh, but definitely appreciate (laughs) Paula's Paula's kind words. But John, you know, you're also, you know, for the first time kind of seeing that this is a continuous cycle of, you know, planning for a, a near term event and then some further events down the line. So what are your perceptions of, of you know, how the committee has to keep active all all the time, not just pre midwinter meeting and pre annual meeting and convention.
2: Yes. You know what, there's always something going on, on this committee. As you know, as I said, uh, I'm relatively new to this, but I really would have to echo what uh, Paula just said. I, I don't know that I can add much more to that, but I appreciate you uh, you asking me, but I am the newbie on the block, and it's been fun. I mean, really, it's it's a fun committee. We have a good time together. There's a lot of people that pop in from different NSTA members, so they may not necessarily be on the committee, but they they pop in and they give their opinions, which are valued, and we have a good time. So, yeah, that would be my, my input.
0: Yeah. Uh, Paula, I'm going to give you the last question, or it's probably not even a, qu- a question. But you know, John mentioned he's he's fairly new to the committee. I know that we're trying to to get more folks to join the fun and you know help out with with planning these events. What would you say to to folks in order to uh, attract them? And and we want to have you on the awards and meetings committee. You know, what would you say to those folks uh, on uh, your little elevator speech on how to get them to join up with the wards meeting.
1: <laughs> you know, through experience and and John, I know as a newbie understands this too. I think it's it you have to come out of your shell a little bit. I'm not it's I, it's been a pro- work in progress for me to come out of my shell to just join this and to just put your your opinions and your thoughts out there and and it is. It's it's a great group. We do have a lot of fun, always looking for new ideas just to keep it fresh for our members as well. And, and this is just a, it's a springboard. If you have some great ideas and, you know, just, if nothing else, just join us on our call that, you know, the third Tuesday of the month and see what it's all about. We're it, it is, it's a fun group looking for new ideas and you're not going to get those new ideas. If, if you don't get new, new, new blood in new people in to just, just come, come give us some ideas. It's see what it's about.
0: Yeah, no, great point, Paula. Won't have new ideas without new people, and and I'm going to emphasize it. The awards and meetings committee is a no judgment zone, so no, no idea is too small, per, or to or too big
1: at. for that matter.
0: Yeah, true. Yeah, fair enough. Hey guys, it's been great having you once again on NSTA, the bus stop this week. Paula Hynowski and John Benjamin, their co-chairs of the Awards and Meetings Committee, uh, Paula with Dousman Transport, and John with Benjamin Bus. Hey, guys, thanks so much for joining me at the bus stop, and I'm really looking forward to seeing both of you in Key Largo.
1: Yep, thanks for having us.